everyone, and welcome to Tipsy Tias. This is your favorite Tia Andrea. And your actual favorite, Natalie. Debatable, but we are both queer Latinas. We are in college in the Northeast and just trying to get through that cold winter by warming ourselves up with a nice glass of wine. Or two, or three, or, or four, four, or five. <laughs> Uh, well, some of us can make it to five. Oof. Others. Um, others top at two. <laughs> Call it a day, then inevitably drink a third one. Yeah, so welcome to our podcast, where we will drink and review some wine, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been really inspired lately. We've been, uh, well, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts these past few years, and I feel like it's time that I have that t- creative outlet. Um, if you go to college in a place where there's not a lot of other people who identify the same as you, you need an outlet. And today we both happened to sit in on a really cool podcast, Latinos Who Eat Lunch, who you've probably heard of. And if you have not, what are you doing with your life? Literally, they were so inspirational. Uh, they lit the fire under our ass, <laughs> as Natalie likes to this say. Is, this is something we've been wanting to do for a while. Mm-hmm. We've started recording and totally like thrown it out the door. But today I asked them, like, what is your advice for a podcast starting off? Like, how do you start? And they're like, just go fucking start. <laughs> just go record right now. So here we are. And so here we are. We followed their instructions, and here we are. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like um, sometimes as someone who gets easily pissed off at other people around me, uh, I need, um, I like to, to kind of like unwind with my friends. And what better way to unwind than to drink some fucking wine and talk shit? Mm-hmm. I love talking shit. And I love drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, that's enough about us, because we know what you're all really here for. The wine! Ooh! Uh, so let's just, like, open up this bottle. Let's talk about this bottle that we've gotten. So today we have a Duca di Cardino. I'm probably mispronouncing that, and I'm sorry. Um, but we have the Chianti Reserva from 2013, and it is from Italy. Okay, so a little bit about Chiantis. Um, Chiantis are also known as Sangioveses, um, and then Brunellos, uh, Moralino. So those are some other names, but we are just going to call this one a Chianti because that's what's on the label. So this Chianti is from the Barbanera family, the Duca di Cardino. So um, let me just read to you what NPR has presented to us. Um, the wine in the Middle Ages. Orazio Barbonera defeated the Florentines in the skirmish that took place in a field of artichokes, earning him the honorary title Duca di Cardino. Centuries later, the Barbonera family is still winning acclaim, this time for their wines. Take, for instance, their luxurious 2013 Chianti Reserva, which sports 93 points from Italy's number one critic, Luca Moroni. After 18 months aging in a large oak botti, it overflows with royally delicious, extra-complex flavors of cherry, mocha, and fennel. Perfect for a special family meal. Mm. So it's going to be kind of lower in fruit profile. The body's going to be around mid-range. Tannins, pretty up there, but not the highest. It could be very acidic. It's going to be very acidic, and the alcohol level should be pretty high. It should have a soft and velvety attack that leads to a complex oaky mid-palate, inviting and fresh with red cherry and licorice. So when these wines say attack, that means that the 
like climax of the taste is going to be initially yeah. <laughs> present. Um, so it's not going to be like one of those like after tasty ones. It's going to be those that you're going to taste it the moment it hits you and it should be gone pretty quick. Okay, good. I like that. It's like it's like a shot. Yeah. Shot, shot, No, shot. I meant like, like doctor shots. Like you feel uh, it and then it's done. I thought you... No, that shit lingers. I think that it's also like, I usually like things because it usually means it's going to have a really strong flavor. And I like that. I feel like that's usually more fun. So I feel like this would be something good for like a heavier meal. Well, let's taste it first. Yeah. And then... Yeah, we'll see. But I usually, I like those types of wines. I'm tired. Let's drink. Yeah, let's open this BB up. So first things first, we need to swirl her around. Um, and let's just tilt the glass a little down to get a good look at how it looks. So if we look at the color, it's kind of more of a rusty color, um, kind of a bit more of a pomegranate than like a deep red. Would you say the same? Yeah, it looks like something, it looks really bloody. Yeah, <laughs> it does look bloody. It's not really purpley. It's not purpley at all, in my opinion. It has orange tinges. Yeah, it's like a paler red. Um, it's pretty opaque, though. It's pretty opaque. Okay, so then we want to swirl it around, and what swirling it does is it breaks the layer of alcohol on the top and lets the aroma kind of come up with it the same way a perfume would. So give her a sniff. And another little tip and trick is that floral scents are going to be at the top of the rim and some more herbal heavier scents are going to be at the bottom of the rim. I definitely smell the cherry. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you can really That's smell that. That's pretty strong. I smell the tomato. I really do. But I do not smell clay pot. <laughs> I do not <laughs> smell clay pot. Maybe I'll taste it, but I'm not smelling it right now. Okay. Tell me about her legs. Oh, yes. So when you swirl a wine... You can kind of see some small little like rivers, some little like drippings on the side. And depending on how fast or slow they are, that'll tell you how much alcohol content is in them. So right now, um, they're pretty slow. They're really slow to come down. And that actually means that it has a higher viscosity, which means that there is a higher alcohol content in that, which aligns with what we read. This is a 13% alcohol by volume wine. She's gonna be heavy. So I think it's time to take a test. Take a taste. Cheers! Great. <laughs> Yum. I do not feel like that is an attack wine. That's really smooth. That was really smooth. Yeah. From the smell, I was I was expecting it to be a lot stronger. Yeah, it's a very pungent, very strong smell, and it was just like very like light tasting. I was like, am I drinking a white wine? It's no, it's even weaker than it just feels feels like a pretty watered down grape juice. It does taste watery. I'm tasting yeah, a lot of water. It's pretty watery. <laughs> it's not that dry either. No, it's not dry. So I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised because supposedly Chianti's have pretty high tannin levels. And tannins are that feeling, that dry feeling. Because tannins strip proteins from your tongue. And it's not doing that for me. I mean, like, if, if you're not a big fan of red wines and you're trying to get into them, I think this might be a good choice. Yeah, it's a pretty good starter. Yeah, but it's not tasty either. It's really not. 
I would say, like, typically I say red wines are not for chugging, but I could chug this. I could chug this, and we know I'm not a chugger. <laughs> oh, and it's also not that acidic. It's not that acidic. This is really going against everything that my book has told me. This does not seem like a typical Chianti. I mean, what was on the label was pretty accurate. I mean, they know their own wine. Because mm-hmm. they were saying mocha and licorice and I cherry. Feel it. I feel cherry, it. definitely 100%. Mocha, I can see it. It's that, I think it's that chocolatey taste that's making this a much yeah. smoother wine. Yeah. I think that chocolatey taste is getting rid of the acidity. That's the, oh, that's the something dry food that I smelled earlier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of wish it was more acidic, though. I just wish it wouldn't mm-hmm. feel so sweet. <laughs> I just wish anything. <laughs> I wish anything made me feel something. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're looking for something to sip on and something really flavorful, this really isn't it. It's not. Um, I really wouldn't even suggest it. Unless you just really don't like red wines and you want to get started. That's pretty upsetting. I'm sad. I'm sad too. I was hoping for more. On the bright side, it has really high alcohol levels. But you know what? That's what we're here for. We are here to prevent you from making the mistake of buying this Chianti and expecting more than it will deliver. Mm-hmm. I cannot see this wine costing more than 12 bucks. This does not taste like, like a $15 wine. Okay. I feel sufficiently buzzed. I'm buzzed. I'm very, very buzzed, but as we've already established, it does not take much to get me buzzed. And I think that we're done for the wine for the moment. Yeah, so although we didn't, we weren't huge fans of how it tasted, and we were honestly a little let down about how it did not pack as much of a punch as it promised. At least it's 13% alcohol by volume. And it works, bitch. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Exactly. So you know what? This is a good party wine. Okay, so if you were just here for the wine, now would be a good time to stop. Yeah. You shouldn't. Because we know that. But. You want to know more about us. I want to know more about me. I want to know more about you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just say the word, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what word would that even be? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> if no more about us. I'm a horrible flirt. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, um, okay. And I'm horrible at flirting. <laughs> There's the oh, difference. I mean both. I'm hor- Okay, so I I feel like I flirt a lot unintentionally mm-hmm. or just really casually like with friends or people I'm comfortable with. Yeah, you're or really like, good at it. Yeah, and I am. I am Cause good at it. Because she will like pick up on – I could say any word and she'll just pick up on it immediately. True. Um, say word. I said pick up. Baby, I'll pick you up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a really a good line. But I just... It doesn't have to be a good line, but she'll just be there. She's ready. She's I'm present. I'm ready. <laughs> you know what else is ready? <laughs> but, uh, but, what happens but. when you're actually trying oh, to God. flirt? When I'm actually interested in someone, I just freeze. I cannot. Mm-hmm. I avoid them if mm-hmm. possible because I just do not want to do anything that could embarrass me in the slightest. So I just, I just stop. Um, for me, I just, I can't flirt. I'm a little bit emotionally closed off. A little? Um, some people have reviewed me as such, but whatever. It's fine. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. 
But when I'm interested in someone, they have to flirt with me first because I can only. I've recently I received the advice that a good way to flirt is to mirror and adopt. Mirror and adopt. That sounds so creepy. I know, but I, I literally don't know how to go about it any other way. I like the good old fashioned, just using whatever line you can mm-hmm. pull out of your bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. But I also do most of my dating through Tinder. Mm-hmm. So I've never actually like done anything IRL. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I pulled one person, but it was pretty obvious that they were into me. So I didn't feel uncomfortable like reciprocating. Oh, yeah. I see that. I'm just like so emotional. I don't know someone's flirting with me until late in the game, or at least until someone else has told me, like, hey, they were that flirting with you. That is a lie. You. That is a lie. How many times did I tell you that somebody's flirting with you, and you're just like, what? No. Um, <laughs> More than enough. More than enough. Uh, yeah, so maybe that's, like, my little goal for the short term. Like, learn how to flirt. Maybe you can teach me how to flirt. Bitch, I can't flirt. <laughs> but you, okay, you Not can, when it matters. Yeah, but it's not going to matter because you're going to teach me, and therefore it won't matter. I feel like our advice to each other is always like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So keep it real. Yeah. And that's the other part of the show. We're Mm going to keep it real with you. Mm -hmm. Because, like we said earlier, we have a lot to talk about. So, uh, yeah, FYI, your favorite Theas do not know how to flirt. Uh, So if you're interested in your favorite Theas, you gotta be direct. Be direct. (laughs) And yes, we're both very single right now. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. But we're looking for very different things. Are we? Because I don't know what I'm looking for. Um, I don't know what I'm looking for either. So maybe we're not. But I'm also... Not. And also, what I think I'm looking for and what you think I'm looking for is different from what I need. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I'm not really concerned with what I need. You should be. Though. I should be concerned with what I need. Okay, okay here's what I'm, I'm thinking. At the moment, I'm like, you know, I'm a senior. Um, I can't really commit to much more than the time I have left in the place that I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're you're on a deadline. You're on a schedule. There's an alarm. Yeah, exactly. But I'm also, like, I'm a very, like, I, when I connect with someone, I connect with someone. And I don't connect with people very often. So if I'm connecting with someone, I want to... I want to pursue that. So I'm not looking for anything super casual either. What about you? I Right? All I've known is super casual. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a Sagittarius. So, no, I'm kidding. That's, that's such a fucking cop-out. I didn't even get into astrology until some girl I was interested in was super interested and said that I should get into it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, totally. I love this shit. Which is a fucking um, lie. But I actually love this shit. <laughs> Oh, continue. But yeah, I don't know. Right now, I feel like I'm just dating Mm -hmm. and trying to enjoy being single, whatever the fuck that means. Mm -hmm. But like when I look at myself and reflect, I think I need something long term. Mm -hmm. But again, because we're both seniors, like that's just not realistic right now. Especially because neither of us really know what we're, where we're going. Yeah. I mean, of course, most people don't know where they're going. I mean, I don't even know what field I want to get into. Yeah, there's just so much uncertainty about the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. So and it's not fair to like... It's not fair to us or the yeah. person that we wish mm-hmm. to pursue. Yeah. Not that there is a specific person on this end. Anyway. <laughs> takes a sip. <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking sips. 
Yeah, I think uh, I also idealize sometimes. Oh, bitch, I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, oh, like, wouldn't it be lovely if I just, like, met someone and we just clicked? And then I found, like, a really good, like, SO. You know, and then I'm like, oh, and then, like, if I met them, then it'd be fine because no matter where I go, like, we can still be emotionally connected and, like, and then, like, we can LDR it for long-distance relationship it for a moment. And then I'm like, okay, that's, like, some, like, romantic comedy bullshit and it's not realistic. It really is. It really is. Um, and then I, I'm, I'm too logical to, for, to, like, lose myself in that as well. Yeah, I feel you on the two logical. We're both really logical people. Mm -hmm. but like my thing is that I idealize like cute little meat cutes or whatever yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. But also I have the tendency to fall for my friends mm -hmm. because there already is such a strong connection there. Mm. But I also know like that would not work. Yeah. For yeah. X Y Z reason. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though I am too logical to the point or maybe skeptical maybe mm -hmm. i'm too skeptical mm -hmm. so i always just picture okay well all relationships are going to end at some point so what's the point in trying to like tie myself down to somebody when i can just go and like have fun with however many people in a non-committed relationship and just like enjoy life but then i also try to think like well what's why would it hurt to be in a committed long-term relationship with one person if I also really enjoy their company, regardless yeah. of whether or not it's going to yeah. end? Yeah, because even if it ends, that's a moment in time when you were happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I try not to regret things that made me happy mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. I also think that... <laughs> I'm buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also... <laughs> Sorry. I also think that I question myself too much. Like, I'll question, like, if I have a feeling for someone, like, if I'm like, oh, that's romantic, then I will go down every single path of why that's wrong or, like, why I shouldn't pursue it. When it honestly would be, yes, there might be issues, but, like, it'd be so easy to just, like, go for it. But I'll come up with, like, 20 reasons of why I shouldn't go for it. And I'll ignore the one reason, which might be even, like, stronger than the other 20. Yeah, that or I just, I personally just try to shut those emotions down. Mm -hmm. It never works, <laughs> but I try. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm so buzzed. What the hell? I just wanted to be known that this Chianti is so strong that Andrea is here, eyes glistening, face red, like repeating to herself and me. I'm buzzed. <laughs> After one and a half glasses. I, I literally do not know what has happened. Like, I'm a lightweight, but, like, this is excessive. Like, actual glasses, not even, like, full up to the top, like, a decent amount, probably less than what would be served in a restaurant or what uh, the proper serving mm -hmm. is. But, you know, all about reviewing a wine is, you know, getting both perspectives. So, um, you're welcome. <laughs> No, I'm just saying why I'm invaluable. Is she there? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm so perfect and ideal for this position. Oh my god, what position? <laughs> what position is that? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but going back into it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, fun fact. 
Yes. Um, I thought that I was aromantic in high school. Yes. Same. Um, Mood. Yes. I do not think so anymore. Um, I've had multiple feelings for people at this point. All of them for me, right? Yeah, obviously. Every single one pointed in your direction. Perfect. (laughs) Um, But I I really, I do think back to that. Like, I was so emotionally stunted (laughs) that I thought that I was... Oh, I forgot the word. Aromantic. Aromantic. Um, when I awful. really wasn't. Um, so I, I'm like, you know, I, sometimes I, I have to remind myself, you know what? Just like, whatever. Whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, don't get so stressed out about it. But I think I, my, I really need, okay, I really need to learn how to show people that I'm interested. Like, that's not even flirting, right? Like, that's not even flirting. You can just say straight up, hey, I'm interested in you. Oh. Which is honestly oh. really fucking weird. But also, like, people need to learn how to communicate. Yeah. That's, like, that's one of my biggest things. Mm-hmm, communication. Definitely. Communication oh. is so important We to are, me. I, I'm really, communication is also very important to me. I feel like we're both very much, like, we're saying what we feel. And we're saying what we don't want. We both say what we want. And sometimes I feel like that can come off as being brusque to people. But, but in the like, long run... It works. It pays off. Yeah, it really pays off. And life is too short to dance around shit. But when it comes to romantic relationships. Yeah, when it comes to (laughs) No, here, but the funny, okay, I'm not closed off once there is a connection established. Once a connection is established, I will say everything. Like, I'm like, this is how I feel. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. No, that scares me even more. No, I I do it. I'll do it. It scares me even more. And I think that scares other people when I do it. I would appreciate that so much if somebody yeah. did it. But I, I need to have the connection. I need to have a, like, oh, you're interested in me and I'm interested in you. And then I'll be like, okay, well, this is how I feel. And this is what I'm looking for. This is what I don't want. That's what I like about... No, not people. Because people don't do that. that but that's what mm-hmm. I... I would appreciate if more people did that. Yeah. Because it would make life so much easier. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I always want people to do the same thing for me. Because sometimes I'll do that. No, that's a lie. What? You don't want that. Yes, I do. From people who you are also interested in. I guess, yeah. I guess if I wasn't interested in someone, then that would be weird. You literally told me you would rather never know. If, if it's someone I don't like, but how are they going to know if I don't like them? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> she is a mystery. <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes I will like try to have these... I will like lay it on the line, and I will say what I'm feeling, and I will still get like, like baseline nothing in return. I have never seen you do that. I've done it. And, like, and I will not get much. Like, people will still, like, be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I want the same, but they're not being honest. See, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that. Yeah. I need people to be honest. So that mm-hmm. way we can either find that we have different needs and wants mm-hmm. and move on. Mm-hmm. Or we can find out that we both want the same, want and need the same thing mm-hmm. and move forward. Yeah. Because also sometimes, like, um, you can realign the things that you, you go for. Like, like maybe what I'm saying I want and what you're saying you want don't exactly align, but we're both okay to meet in the middle. And we're both acknowledging that we're meeting in the middle without it being, like, a forced thing. Yes. Communication and compromise. <laughs> this is what we need more of. <laughs> Communication. Okay, here's your tipsy fia mm-hmm. tip of the day. Oh. Communication and compromise. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yes. 
I'm um, not saying completely compromise, like compromise your values and mm-hmm. morals, and but but just like be willing to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and I think that means pushing myself to be more open. Like, you want me to help push you? How so? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe you should be my wing woman. How many times have I told you to wing woman me, and how many times have you actually done it? Uh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> how? Okay. Maybe that's like question to the audience. All five of you who might be listening. Hi, mom. <laughs> but how? What? What is a good wing woman? How does a good wing woman function? And also, how do you tell people you're interested in them without coming off as a creep? That's my question. What? We're supposed to be the ones giving the advice. I can give advice. If someone asks me, I'll be like, oh, do this, do that, do this. But will I follow my own advice? Do as I say, not as I do. Okay, but that's the thing. I give really good advice. Like, this is a known fact. Mm -hmm. I give really good advice. But I never follow my own advice. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm here talking to you about how I love communication. And, like, just do this and just be open. And, like, for the most part, I, I am pretty good about communication. Yeah. Like, if I have a problem with somebody, I will usually be pretty good about, like, laying out, like, what exactly it is, how it makes me feel, and, like, what needs to be done so that there's no, like, beef between us or yeah. anything. I also think, like, something that a lot of people do is that they don't even tell people that they're mad at them. Yeah, which also, that leads to so many more problems. Mm-hmm. So, I think, like, yeah, you're, you're very good at yeah, that. Yeah, really... I, like, I think I'm pretty good at communication. But, like, when it comes to, like, like, I mean, what we've been talking about right now, mm-hmm. like, romantic or, like, physical or whatever um, mm-hmm. partnerships, I'm so bad at that because I'm just, I am fragile. <laughs> I am delicate. Does not take rejection well. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I think that's the thing. I don't mm-hmm. take, I can accept it. Yeah. But it doesn't make me feel any less shitty about myself. Yeah. I think I take it too personally. Mm-hmm. And I always have to remind myself, like, mm-hmm. hey, just because you felt this, this way about this person does not mean that they have to feel that same way about you. And yeah. also, like, just because you think this is what, this is something that you want does not mean it should be the same the other way around. Because everybody's different. And the whole, like, soulmates thing oh. is also, it's like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, people need different things. And if you find somebody whose needs and wants align with yours, and there's, like, a connection there, because you can also find somebody whose needs and wants are the same as yours. But there's no, like, I don't want to get disgusting and romantic and, like, there's no spark. Mm-hmm. That chemistry. Yeah, the, that, that can, that's also something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think that's, like, my biggest problem right now. Like, I'm focusing too much on one or the other, so, like, I've dated a bunch of people who I had, like, perfect chemistry or sparks or whatever with. But our needs and wants were completely different. And I did not accept or notice or whatever that when I first started pursuing them or when we both started pursuing each other, mm-hmm. which led to, like, so much shit. In the long run. In the long run. So mm-hmm. you have to take everything into account. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm buzzed now. <laughs> I can tell. No! Why? How? Because you're, like, really getting in I there. I like to pee. <laughs> yeah, let's pause it. Hey, um, so we took a break. <laughs> for, 
We're both really gone. Um, yeah, I, so we just spent like 30 minutes listening to sad country music. Um, I'm not a country fan, but it happened. But I think that's our final review. I mean, me too. (laughs) Me too, honestly. Um, okay, so, TLDR, this is our podcast. Yeah, we're, we're gonna gonna drink wine. We're gonna talk about the wine. Then we're gonna talk shit about something. Maybe it's not shit, and maybe we're being deep, or maybe we've just had so much of the wine that we think we're being deep. Example A, today. But that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we did talk shit, but we basically just talked shit about ourselves and you how emotionally inept we are. Okay. But if you can't talk shit about yourself, then who can you talk shit about? We're logging off. We um, have, okay, so final, final review. The Chianti, the um, Duca di Cardino, whatever the fucking hell Chianti Reserve, 2013, whatever, how, however you pronounce it. I couldn't pronounce it when I was sober. Yeah. Um, it's not good for flavor or fun in terms of like, oh, like, I'm just going to drink a glass and I just want it to be a nice one. It's good for parties, but honestly, yeah. as we as we learned today, the taste is not great. I mean, the taste is fine. It's fine. But it's just not powerful. Yeah, it's not strong. It's not tasty. Yeah, the taste is not. The taste is weak, but the content is strong. The content is strong. Um, I think if you want to have like a fun night with your pals, like this is a nice one. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. You know, you don't want anything too heavy. You just want kind of like something that'll be in the background to your conversation. Yeah. There you go. And in addition to our rambling, we do want to help you, the people, the people's people. We want to be the people's people, people's partners, people, things. We want to be your tias, your tippy tias. Yeah. Not as much responsibility as a mom, but more than a sister. Yeah. The fun tias who are there to help you, but also just kind of want to hang out, you know? Because... Well, let's be honest. We need to help ourselves. Yeah. That's why, like, we're going to ask you guys questions sometimes because we need fucking help. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. We, we actually, we have our own knowledge and we can we help do. you too. We you do. know, it's a symbiotic relationship. I forgot science terms, but yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> let's just um, go with it. Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we're just, we're just going to see where things take us. Yeah. This is our first episode. So thank you for bearing with us. If you have indeed. Um, yeah. So, you know, as we go on, we hope to come up with more of a structure and a little bit more themes. Yeah. And we have a lot of ideas and some things written down, but we really wanted this first episode to kind of just be a get to know us. Let's just yeah. chat. Chat yeah. about anything. I feel like we exposed ourselves pretty well yeah. today. Maybe a little too much, but, yeah. you know, I mean, that's my style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love exposing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, if you have any questions about who we, we are that we didn't quite, like, answer here, you know, then tune in next time. And yeah. then next time and the next time, hopefully. Yeah. Or, like, reach yeah. out. Send us your questions. Send us your topic ideas, your episode ideas, your um, guest appearance mm-hmm. ideas. Your critiques. We take critique well. We can take it. I mean, we are trying to work our way through this crate of wine, mm-hmm. but if you have any wine suggestions, I mean, we'd be more than happy to take that too. Yeah. For personal use or for review. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we've spoken enough. We've talked enough. We've shared way too much. <laughs> so, let's just finish off the night. 
Um, I hope you had fun with us on Tipsy Fias. And we hope you guys listen in again. So, see ya. Adios. Bye. Mwah.